All right, so first and foremost, I know that you guys are probably like, oh, so now this bitch will suddenly come back. I get it. I know. I feel the shade coming from everybody. I've been getting text messages and DMs and emails asking me where the fuck I've been. Listen, shit has fucking happened. So we're going to do a cute little segment called the COVID catch-up for you guys so I can let you know what the fuck is going on. But welcome to another episode of Shave With Your Motherfucking Tea. It's your girl Zoe. And I'm a little... I have a little animosity because um, I desperately wanted to come back. I've been so fucking swamped with these new chapters in my life as far as like working and trying to get myself mentally together as far as this whole COVID kind of thing or whatever. And generally I'm seeing everybody in the podcast industry just zooming and just they have all this time in the world to just balance and stuff like that. And I'm still in the time of trying to find my balance. So let's not judge me because um, I'm still trying to get my fucking shit together. Okay. I'm, I'm still here. I'm still very, very present. I've just been very non-existent as far as social media comes. So just forgive me in those aspects because I know that a bitch has been fucking slacking. I'm, I'm completely aware. I don't need text messages telling me that I'm fucking slacking. I know that. I know. I've been slacking since October. I get it. I miss very important holidays. I miss Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and fucking Valentine's Day. I understand. Pivotal moments for the shade with your tea moments. And I miss them. Why? Because my ass has been fucking slacking. I understand. I know. But here's my section of the COVID catch-up. So let me just inform you of what's been going on, all right? So a bitch got a job at a health clinic thinking I want to help people, be a people person. No. Fuck those patients. Um, and I say that deep down inside, I, I love people. I don't love people. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a people person. But I thought being opposed to being stuck in a house something like that could be done just going outside doing shit and I just realized how much of a people person I'm really not anymore um so I've been doing that non-fucking-stop um on top of being quarantined um I got a boyfriend yay how cool yeah so um (laughs) I got a boyfriend um and not saying that I got a boyfriend and so fuck you guys because that's not it I know you probably think like oh this bitch got a man so she's been getting fucked too crazy to forget all about us no 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 that's not it that's that's desperately not it um I just had a lot on my plate I had a lot of mental things going on that I just felt like I couldn't probably I couldn't properly execute an episode without feeling like I'm having like this emotional weight on my shoulders and I see all of my peers in the podcasting industry surpassing and being so successful and I'm so proud of them there's no envy in my heart about how successful all of them have been um and I actively support each and every one and I try to involve myself as much as I can but at the same time I needed a mental break Okay, so I took a break from talking shit and trying to be shady and trying to get my shit together and successfully it worked out for some time and now I got shit to talk about. There's a lot of things that I could have been talking about that I haven't and I want to talk about a lot of things now. Like I have 60 minutes to get everything in and I hope I make it in because if I don't, it's going to be two parts of me and I know you guys want that but at the same time, it's like, do I really want to make two parts to talk shit to myself again? we'll see so anyways um what else did I catch up on yes so I got a boyfriend 
Um, I don't like to call him toxic. I like to call him venomous um, because I don't like the word toxic anymore. I feel like it's overused type of type of you know word. Everyone's using it for everything now. Niggas love a toxic bitch or this thing, you know, vice versa, whatever the case may be. He's not toxic. He's venomous, and I don't understand why I didn't understand the first time when I swore to myself that I would never personally go back for Aquarius man and then I turn around and do the same thing over again clearly I'm a hard-headed person but it's okay it's totally fine my mental state is a little shaky but it's good because I'm a bad bitch and I'm as petty as I can be and I'm gonna be that way until I fucking die so he's gonna have to deal with me or he's gonna have to get up and leave and that's on that feel me um what else what else? I feel like I got a lot of things to just touch base on. Um, oh, my career businesses. As far as um, this health clinic is something just to get me out the house because COVID's been a motherfucker. Um, as far as these LLCs that I've been trying to push and stuff like that, everything is done. Okay, the paperwork has just not been pushed in as of yet because I haven't had time to find uh, the newspapers that I want to have the um, publications and all that kind of stuff. So that's the only thing that I'm waiting for. But Black Minded um, Productions is in the works. I have the um, social media pages up. I'm waiting for to get my website up and all that kind of stuff. I'm talking to other content creators and all that jazz or whatever. Um, so I'm getting my shit together as far as my businesses. I said I was going to do it. I promise you I will. And the only thing is, it's just, you know, girls by herself. You feel me? Like a lot of people get their shit together when it's in groups. All right. It's me. It's, it's just me. So I'm my own cheerleader, my own support team, my own, you know, delegator. Like I'm that person and I'm only one person. And that's what I fucking failed to realize. I thought I was superwoman and I thought I can do 35 things in one damn time. And I'm sadly figuring out that I can't, but it's okay. It's fine. I'm going to get my shit together, but it's going to get done. I said it's going to get done. I promise you it's going to get fucking done. Um, um, what else? What else have I been doing? I've been helping out all of my, um, well, <laughs> all of my friends. Hear me. All of my friends. Like, I got friends. Um, I've been helping out a few of my friends as far as their projects. Um, shout out to my friend Ryan, um, with her podcast, Coffee and Chaos. Her and Tati, their podcast is fantastic. She just, uh, created a candle company. Um, I was working on a couple of designs for that. So, um, as well as, um, trying to get my own production company started, getting topics and getting my shit together for this podcast, working at the health clinic. I've been actually designing logos on the side as well. Um, so I've been on the ground trying to get money some pack away, as well as still half-ass maintaining this OnlyFans page. So look out for that too. Um, so I've been juggling on top of trying to be a, uh, a sane girlfriend, um, on top of trying to be a sane family member in fucking COVID, so, go ahead, um, I just got a lot of things, a lot of things going on, um, what else do I have to say as far as this little COVID catch-up, um, nothing really crazy, I mean, we're gonna get back to actively, um, doing this recording and posting and stuff like that, you need that too? Oh, I'm gonna do a video later. No, you wanna just do straight audio? I can do straight audio. No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, so, um, 
yeah, so I'm going to start getting back into the schedule of posting. Um, I try to be very ambitious and do like every Wednesday. Realistically, um, that may or may not work. Uh, so it may go back to every um, other Wednesday, which is fine. I, I can do every other Wednesday. That gives me more time to record more stuff and drop everything and be ahead of the schedule and be on top of my shit. Get my uh, planner and calendars back together and do all that. By the way, that was me talking to my brother. So if you hear me talking, it's because I got other things going around me as well. I don't have solitude anymore. Um, <clears throat> so there's that. Um, so... I mean, I think that was up with my little segment of, like, the COVID catch-up. Now do you see that my life is completely crazy and as hectic as it can be, I am still that bitch. I'm still talking that shit and I am what I am. Um, I'm just, you know, a little more scattered than usual, but it's okay because now that I have my, like, my, I'm, I'm back to talking and doing these podcast episodes and stuff like that I feel like I'm having a session to vent and that's what I'm gonna use this as as well as what I always use it as but now I'm gonna have someone to vent to because you know a bitch don't got no friends so you know you guys are my friends shout out to y'all um but today's topic I want to talk about um has okay so it's not really a topic she is a topic, but she's not a topic because I really want to discuss Lori Harvey because I believe that that girl is a girl in every aspect of the world. And I love how she's so unbothered and so confident in who she is that she literally has everyone talking and making a comment about her. And she's so like, eh, whatever. You know what I mean? Like when I see Lori Harvey and I see the comments that are made about her, I don't make comments about it or I don't engage in stupidity. I've learned throughout my months of solitude, um, you know, not being on social media, not posting, not, you know, doing the podcast, stuff like that. I've learned that, you know, you can take everybody's opinion with a grain of salt because everyone feels like they're right about something. So, um, throughout these past couple months, I've learned that people are always going to have an opinion about everything. Not that I didn't know that before, but people are really going to have an opinion about everything. Um, These past couple months, I've had a lot of changes where I've had a lot of people come and go into my life. Um, And so learning that process of learning, even though you're not within my life and you're not in my personal bubble, that you still have that conversation about me, at first used to bother me because my mentality is if you're going to talk about me, I'm going to give you something to talk about. But now that I'm older, I feel like I can't carry myself in that way. I can't give everybody a fucking reaction. And not saying that I've learned that through watching Lori Harvey. I haven't. It's just watching her embody that. I don't give two shits about your opinion about me and, and just run with it. Because that girl has not, I'm not going to say she's ran through. That girl has dated very, very, not powerful men, but rich men. Whether it doesn't matter whether it was in a month's time span or a year, it doesn't matter. She's she's dated a couple like head turners where you're like, oh okay, but it doesn't matter how much money they can throw at her or how much they try to show her off and like that. If they don't value her worth, she's leaving, and I love that because she's not settling, and you shouldn't settle. And that's just for every woman or just for anybody in general. Don't settle for something that you know is less than what you're worth. Um, And I love that about her. And I love how her unbotheredness bothers other people. Like, you got people 
that are making comments and are just so bothered by how she's moving, about how she's carrying herself. So what? She's a grown-ass woman. She chooses to date this, that, and the third or whoever. Why does it bother you? And, like, I don't know. Like, that, it's it's inspiring to see somebody so young carry herself in that way. You can tell she was raised to hold value to herself and to hold her mental space and her her vibe and her energy is very sacred to her that she doesn't give two shits like she's literally the person that is about herself and that's that if you look at all her posts she's never posted any person that she's dated they've always posted her she's always been about her and keeping about her if you're not somebody that's really significant to her her mother her father her siblings you're not someone that's going to be shown off because you're not worthy of that as of yet. You haven't showed her that you're worthy of that yet. And I feel like that's something that women and men need to start to embody because the whole idea of social media holding weight in your relationship is so weird. And the only reason why I say that is because I literally had this conversation, I want to say maybe a few hours ago, with my own significant other and stating about the fact that when you weigh out how much one person shows off one uh, the other person in the relationship, I significantly do more. And that was never my character. I've never been the person, you guys have heard like in previous episodes, I've never been the person to want to show off who I'm with and, you know, talk about him and all that kind of stuff because I'm very private, but I was just very proud of this relationship and who I'm with. He's not that person. He doesn't want to show anything off. And at first it used to bother me. It used to bother me because in my mind, you want to act single. You want to show off other fucking women, you know, post pictures of the other women or whatever and talk about this and all this fire and hot heart eyes and all this extra shit or whatever. Not other women like random bitches, like celebrities or whatever. And it's more like, so you can show those bitches off known as you're never going to get that bitch, but you got a bad bitch bitch and you don't even show her off. And it bothered me because it was just like, I'm doing the most to show you off and you don't even do the most to show me off. That's crazy. And it made me realize why women or why other people put that put so much weight in that relationship it's the showing of wanting to be acknowledged wanting to be shown off I'm not saying I want to be someone's trophy wife but I want someone to show that they're proud of having me you know what I mean like I take time into when I'm going out to be with that person I take time to look good to do this show me off you know what I mean but you don't do that and it bothered me but now I realized that I don't have to because I don't care about you showing me off because you don't care about me showing you off. And that's not me reciprocating that energy. That's me putting so much weight on something that has no meaning because I'm not going to show all my business on my social media as much anymore. I realized that I don't have to do that to show weight in my relationship and I know that comes off as petty, like, oh, you're not going to show me off, I'm not going to show you off. But in reality, that's how, it's how it should be. It's like, if you don't give someone something to talk about, they have nothing to talk about. And I understand some people really like being the center of topics and conversations and stuff like that. They like to be that person, like, oh my God, like, look at her and her man, they're so cute, and this, that, and the third. And they set that tone, and celebrities set that tone, so want to be shown off and all that kind of stuff. But... It's a pivotal moment where your social media is about you. It's not about you and who you're dating. It's about what you want and how you want people to perceive you as. So if I'm coming off as a brand and I represent myself as a brand, which I do, um, and I'm representing myself as the shade with your tea um, owner, 
and host of the show and I talk about women's progression and I talk about sex and all that kind of stuff and I want to appear not as a sex symbol but somebody that that promotes sex positivity I want to show off that brand as much as possible, whether it's showing it off in positive relationships or I want to show I'm secure within myself that I don't have to show no fucking nigga on my fucking page. It's however I choose to want to push that persona and that's that. And I realized that I want to be that person that I don't got to show him off. That's that. I want to be who I want to be without him. Because at the end of the day, with or without him, I'm going to still be Zoe. And that's that. And I feel like that's what a lot of people need to look at. I know we've talked about like social media and relationships many, many times. And you've heard me go on other people's shows and talk about it many, many times. And it does hold weight in relationship. And I've seen a lot of people break up over simple things as that. Um, my relationships in the past have been not from me, but just from my significant others, weighted on their lack of social media presence or my pages and it, it bothered me at first because it's just like why the fuck do you want everybody in your business because in my experience it opened the door for other people to have an opinion but I understand both sides now I can understand wanting to be shown off once in a while and when you're not shown off once in a while you start to have that thought process like you're ashamed of being with me why are you with me if you don't want to show me off once in a while I'm not saying every day drop a pick of that bitch I'm saying once in a while could be a thing. You can do like the regular people do or everybody else does or the normal non-intensified relationship type people and do it on holidays. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. I love you. And a picture of them. Like you can do stuff like that. It doesn't have to be every day. What I'm saying is it could be a balance, at least something. If there's nothing, then, you know, you have those skeptics that say, you know, niggas don't show their bitches off because you're not it for them. And that's that. And that's a that's a type of weight. That conversation, that comment alone holds weight in women's minds. So they think that that shit's really true. Like, you don't show me off because you're ashamed to be with me. If that's the case, Lori Harvey was ashamed to be with Future, Justin, Diddy's son. <laughs> Diddy. <laughs> like, um, it is what it is. It, it just, it's being comfortable within yourself to know that you don't have to be uncomfortable to prove to everyone that you're in a relationship and with that being said if we're going to speak about relationships and we're going to continue this conversation I also had a conversation earlier in regards and not today because I know I be having conversations and I be talking shit or whatever and I be sitting on clubhouse shout out to that um I finally got my invite like months ago mind you I've been in clubhouse for a couple of months um and just tapping in and listening to things or whatever my meet my social media thing like I said I've been lacking in social media for a very long time so my following on clubhouse is not as high as it should be at all I be peeking in um conversations I don't really be tapping it I kind of just be listening just weighing out see how to you know how everything vibes out or whatever a lot of it became um a lot a clubhouse became more of like a a virtual chat room and that's really what it is. Not a virtual chat room, but like an audio chat room where you're just, they're talking about nonsense in there. There's, there's some rooms in there that they're really talking about stuff and teaching people how to build and promote themselves. And then there's some shit in there that they just be talking about nonsense. Like, I remember one time I got pulled into a fucking room. They were just like, yo, shoot your shot or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing in here? Like, but that's the nosiness in me. But that's just what Clubhouse is. Like, when you see 
a whole bunch of black people. The natural party wants to be nosy. And then you're sitting in these fucking rooms with 700 people and nothing but celebrities on the damn stage and they not say nothing. They just sitting there. <laughs> and then you got people talking about, oh, follow me to be a moderator and da 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 da. But all that bullshit or whatever. Listen, you going in there to build a network with people, that's what the fuck Clubhouse is about. Network build those connections or whatever the case may be and move the fuck on you don't gotta be in there talking your nonsense but that's on another page whatever um so let me start on that because i've had nothing but conversations about that alone but i've also had a conversation in the back that let's talk about comfortability within relationships um what do you define as comfortability and how do you define it when you apply it to your relationship or past relationships if you're not in one as we speak um so when I spoke about comfortability, I spoke about not putting that energy and that pressure that you put in the first time when you were trying to get that person. Um, and I've always said, don't introduce me to something that you can't maintain. If you're talking to me this whole time and you're trying to put on that you're not like these other guys or you're not like these other women and that you'll treat me better, wine and dime and all that kind of stuff. Not saying that that's something I look forward to because I can wind down myself. Um, but if you're putting on that vibe, like I can take care of you, I'm gonna treat you better than nobody else. I'm gonna always be there for you. I'm gonna show you up. I'm a, you're gonna be the, the most important girl in my life, and da da da, whatever. And you're putting on this, this role, like you're about to treat this girl like she's the most valuable piece of jewelry in the world. And then when you get her, you stop putting that energy in. It's noticeable, and people don't see it because they're so comfortable in themselves that they feel like she not gonna leave me as me <laughs> and i'll be sitting there like who the fuck are you though like you was this that and the third when you was chasing me and now that you got me you cool you don't want to act like you don't want to put that effort in now it's a problem to text me now it's a problem to call me now you busy doing everything now you want to do everything else like now it's a problem to just sit on the phone with me like it's weird shit and i'm not just saying this about men girls do it too like I've been in plenty of relationships with females where we put in the effort in talking. And I don't know, maybe it's just this everybody thing. But you put that effort in OD when you're talking to somebody, like you calling them every day, you talking to them, texting them from morning to night, you telling them sweet things, whatever, you dropping off flowers, you, you know, you, you buying the occasional things, you doing the random dates or whatever, you sitting on the phone all night when y'all sleeping, y'all doing that cutesy shit or whatever. And then once y'all get in a relationship, it's like okay whatever sex become less y'all stop texting as much y'all don't want to sit on the phone with each other no more like that should be so weird because it's just like i might as well just continue to talk to you we might as well not have a label we might as well not have a label honestly you don't need to be my boyfriend you can be the nigga that i talk to because you're gonna put more effort in that than being my actual nigga that's weird and that's a comfortability thing like i feel like that's a I don't know if that's an ego thing. I don't know what you would call that, but it's just weird because it's just like, why would you, why do you start lacking once you get that person? You're you're supposed to always be hungry for that person when you're in that relationship. You're supposed to always put pressure. And that's why I feel like a lot of relationships, like they lack the luster after they get involved. Like people think, oh, you know, the honeymoon phase. I honestly believe that the honeymoon phase is the talking phase. Like, if we're going to be serious about it, not applying that to fucking marriage and stuff like that, because I don't even know how people get to that point, honestly. (laughs) And that's nothing, like, bad about marriage and stuff like that. I think marriage is beautiful, but I just think that 
at this day and age, social media and the whole world got this whole relationship game so fucked up that I don't know how marriage is even possible anymore. Because if I'm telling you that I got somebody that's on my body while we're just talking, and then when we get together, he stopped putting that effort in, why do you think I want to sit with you for years and then think I want to marry you for that? For you to still act like that or decrease the effort that you already put in now, like that's so weird. Like you should always want to put pressure on me, just like I should always want to put pressure on you. You should always be on my body, and if you're not, then you need to take that fucking nonchalant, weird ass energy somewhere else, or apply it to yourself. Chase yourself. Treat yourself how you treating your person that you dating. That's just so weird. And if you don't like that shit, then maybe you'll find out what the fuck is wrong. Like. And I don't mean to come off aggressive or anything like that, but it's just so fucking weird about how comfortable people get. Comfortability is a very uncomfortable thing. And it's not just in relationships. That's just with anything. When you're in your work life and how you live, if you're comfortable, you're complacent. And you don't mind dealing with what you aren't. You're settling. And you should never settle. And I don't mean in relationships. You should never settle for anything. Don't settle for a relationship. Don't settle for... A living environment that you're not comfortable in don't settle for a fucking job don't settle for where your life is going you want to be better then do better push for better know your worth like why are we so just comfortable i'm uncomfortable where i'm at and i've been i've been pushing myself like i've been doing a lot and i'm still uncomfortable why because you can't tell me that there's millionaires in the world that that was just comfortable with just being regular no, they push themselves to get to where they're at. You see these marriages that's been lasting for 50, 50, 60 years. They pushed themselves. They were never settled. They were never comfortable with just staying married for five years. No, they worked for it to keep it where it's at. They worked to stay with each other. Why are we not at that point where it's like, all right, I'm in my mid-20s. I want to, my next relationship be something pushed for marriage. Why is it that I'm still acting like I'm dating a fucking 15 year old like why are we still dating like we in high school texting me cute stuff calling me boo bae or whatever and then when we dating you you're weird think about that or maybe it's me Hmm. could be me could be my energy I don't know Maybe I'm known for giving a toxic energy. It, it, honestly, it could be me. I, I could be the one. I could be the culprit that's settling. Or I can't be. I don't know. Maybe I'm a problematic person. I could be. I don't know. But um, I know that I'm not comfortable. I know that I want more. I know that you all should want more. Comfortability is a sin. That's how I see it. <laughs> and sex and relationships and everything. Don't get comfortable. Apply that pressure at all fucking times. That's it. That's fucking it. All right, hoes? That's it. Anyways, the other thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, what did I want to talk about? I have so much, so much to talk about. And I wanted to talk about so much in this one episode because I really wanted to give you guys just multiple topics to sit back and just think about and just give me some feedback on it later because um don't get me wrong I have like a shitload of episodes coming up and I have a shitload of episodes that needs to be um 
that needs to be pushed out and recorded and stuff like that. So don't get me wrong, I'm not slacking or anything like that. But this episode, I had so many things running through my head that I wanted to just vent out about because you know how you just have like that word vomit? And that's a term from like Mean Girls, so I am showing my age, but like just I just had something to say about it. And it all happened to be about this one particular conversation. And that's fine. Um, so I was having a conversation with my girlfriend Ryan and we were speaking about the fact that the lack of recognition that one gets after a relationship and don't get me wrong not that I'm saying that I want to be shot out shouted out by every person that I dated I don't um but I'm also not the person to throw shade on um every ex that I've ever had um it's very rare that you'll see me throw dirt on somebody's name I wasn't raised to do that um I was actually always raised to never burn bridges because you never know how that's gonna network for you when you get older um so believe it or not I'm still friends with a lot of my exes simply because um not for just networking purposes because I generally cared for you at one point in time you know what I mean like you were somebody important in my life so I think it's very corny to try to play somebody after breaking up with them and acting like they they they're nobody to you it's very very corny it's very very childish and I think people should just grow the fuck up um you know expired relationships aren't always fucking beef like we don't have to end up on a bad note we can just agree to separate and then after that if it's a bad breakup you take that space you move on if we happen to come back together and not come back together as a relationship but come back and just be like listen we were children back then we can have an adult conversation about it and remain friends then we can do that and it can be done and it has been done in several of my past relationships where I can have a healthy friendship with that person now there's very there's a lot of insecure men that don't like that concept because in their mind they're thinking, oh, if you can be friends with your ex and you can get back with your ex. No, my ex is my ex for a reason. I learned my lesson from that person. I don't have to continue to date that person to relearn that same fucking lesson. That doesn't mean that they never learned that lesson. It just knows that I know that I can't be with that person anymore. We didn't click the first time. So why are we getting back together the second time? Why are we getting back together the third time? And some people, it works out. Some people, they need that year or a couple years distance to not be together, to reconnect and do it and build back over again. But I don't. At least I haven't yet. <laughs> so, um, I'm just friends with my a lot of my exes. And I've learned a lot through them, through their past experiences. A lot of them have played a huge part in um, this podcast and given me some of the connections that I had. And a lot of them played a part in just giving me topics and give me ideas of how to do certain things or how to approach certain things and open my mind up to how things need to be addressed you know what I mean like you can't be so single-minded when you're a one-woman talk show honestly um you have to open it up to give somebody a conversation you have to be open for feedback and agree to disagree and accept criticism and I learned that a lot through a lot of my exes um but to be really honest I kind of forgot where I was going with this but um Shit, 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 shit. Damn. And I was really, like, going good, too. Like, I was going, going, going. Um. What the fuck? Oh, okay. Got it. Sorry. Um. (laughs) So, the lack of recognition. Like, when you are with a person... You want to build them up in every way you can, right? You want to show them how to do things better, how to approach things better, how to 
you know, just strengthen themselves up a little bit, upgrade themselves a little bit. And my friend and I were talking about how after you guys break up and you split up, there are a lot of people that forget to give credit to the person that made them who they are. And I'm not saying that I want to shout out from every nigga that I helped build up, that I introduced nicer things to. I don't want that. Um, But a thank you would be nice. (laughs) And I don't know, maybe that's some toxic shit to say, but I think you would be nice. Uh, I appreciate you. Or matter of fact, yeah, like I learned this from this, this, and this. Like, and it's just simple things. Like if I showed you how to approach yourself when it comes to conducting yourself in an interview and I'm like, yo, try to do this or let me help you with your resume or let me like just simple stuff, like simple things you would help your relationship or your your significant other in at a time. And now you took that and ran with that and you applying all that pressure that I taught you to the next bitch. That's frustrating because then when you try to use that as a tactic to get the next bitch and act like I'm some crazy ex-girlfriend or I'm some bitch that swore that I, I raised you. I'm not like that, but being appreciative goes a long damn way. I can say thank you to a lot of my exes because without them mentally and maybe mature m- maturity-wise, I wouldn't be thinking the way I did now. I've been exposed to a lot of things within my relationships that I feel like I wasn't ready for then, but I'm so glad that I went through it simply because now I can look at it at a different lens because I see a lot of people that go through with the stuff that I went through when I was 15, 16, 17 years old, and I can tell them what it was like, and I can give them that type of advice, and I can see the growth in that person from when I was dating them when I was 15 to now we're in our 20s, and I'm like, damn, you did grow up damn like all right <laughs> okay I remember you told me that I should carry myself like this and da, 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 I'd be more approachable I take that lesson with me every day a thank you would be fucking nice and I'm not saying you know thank you mom for raising me it's more like the fact that like at some damn point in time when you were my significant other I was your mother your girlfriend your this your that your that I was taking care of you making sure you was good at some point in time acknowledge me for that Because when we break up on some real phony and fucking weird shit, don't rush me off like I'm some weird-ass bitch that was, like, pressuring you and making you feel like you were unwanted and uncared for and all this kind of stuff. Like, don't do that. Don't play me off like I'm some weird-ass ex-girlfriend. But then take the lessons that I birthed for you and apply that shit to the next bitch. That's weird. That's weird nigga shit. Grow the fuck up. Acknowledgement recognition show somebody something a little bit it's nice to be acknowledged and you don't have to do it for the world you can shoot me a text like yo I had this fucking interview today and I came dressed like this because I remember you told me to come this this and this and I got the job I just want to give you a heads up thank you because without you telling me how to properly conduct myself to get this this and this I would have not known you're fucking welcome that's all I want. That's all a lot of fucking females want. Not saying me particularly, but I'm just saying. It, is, it don't hurt. <laughs> it don't hurt to be re- appreciated. And it don't have to be with any... It could just be with anything. Like, a lot of my relationships, not just, like, sexual relationships, just friendships in general. Like, I wish that, like, 
I wasn't such a petty person at times that I can go back to some of the friendships that ended and turn to them and be like, yo, without you, I would have never made it this far because you were somebody important to me at some point in time. You were my backbone at some point in time that made me strong, that made me get to the point where I'm at. This time. You know what I mean? Like I would never, 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 no matter how bad we ended a friendship, whatever, speak ill on somebody's name because you were someone important to me at one point in time. It's weird to acknowledge, it's weird to talk shit about somebody like you wasn't somebody important to me before. It makes me look like a fucking dickhead. Because if I felt like that about you the whole time, what the fuck was I spending time with you for? If I thought you was some bozo ass, false ass, funny ass, phony ass bitch, why the fuck did I spend years with you? You know what I mean? Like that's weird. That me that that looks bad on my character. And I was never taught to be that way. I was taught to always just observe about how things go. Um, and I've said this before, I've said this in episodes months and months and maybe a year ago reasons seasons lifetimes and it applies to friendships and it applies to relationships and applies to sexual relationships it applies to fucking jobs and work relationships everything is a reason season lifetime you take what you can get out of that you learn your lessons and you move on you appreciate those lessons you don't redo those lessons you don't go backwards in those lessons you learn that lesson you appreciate it you grow from that lesson. And that's that. Going backwards is something we're not going to do. This is 2021. The world is fucking changing. Normality is not normality anymore. So maybe you should change with it. Sounds a little aggressive, but it's been a very long time since you heard my voice. It's been a very long time since you heard my passive ass aggressive fucking tone. So I just want you guys to know that that's what's up. <laughs> change with it get with it we in covid now we've been in covid for a fucking year for all, all damn year people are dying we got a vaccine going we got people still partying in miami and atlanta like shit ain't fucking sweet like we still we still got weird shit going on we got rid of a bum ass president we got a black vice president that's cute <laughs> but at the end of the day shit ain't sweet Normality is, is nothing is no, nothing is normal anymore, except how you carry yourself and how you portray yourself and how comfortable you are with yourself and how much of a self worth do you know and how unbothered you can be and how you let people's reactions or opinions of you matter. If I allowed every person that had an ill opinion about me to matter to me I'd be a sorry son of a bitch honestly I really wouldn't be as far as I did I'd be a pitiful ass female and sorry to say it (laughs) I'm sorry to say it I wish I kind of and I feel bad for people that allow other people to get them to that point where they don't care anything anything about anything it's just they are so worried and so concerned about what the other person thinks about them that they lack that common sense to not give a fuck and only care about yourself. Hmm. Maybe it's me. <laughs> to 
told you I had a lot of shit to say today. I had a lot of things going on in my mind. I was sitting in my room all night. I was sitting in the shower this morning. Like I got some things to get off my chest. I need to I need to vent a little bit. It's been a very long time since I was able to properly and healthily and healthily and healthily healthy. Whatever. I just made up a word. I know I did. Um just just give my thoughts away. You know what I mean? Like I've had a lot of people where I've could call someone and just invent to, but I've learned that not everybody is here for your best interest, um, and I've learned that the hard way, and um, putting my trust and my my faith in people 100% isn't something that I'm going to do any longer, that's why um, I do a lot of things on my own now, um, and I take the support where I can get it, but I don't demand support from everybody. I understand that not everybody's going to support me, whether they know my whole story or not. Um, and I, people fail to realize that they know my name, they don't know my whole story. Um, whether they chose to sit down and listen to my story, I'm sure they will have a different opinion opposed to listening to what someone else portrays my story to be. Um, you can call me every name in the book. Um, I don't take anyone's opinion to heart anymore um I take ownership and calling myself a hoe because it's just a word um because at the end of the day I'm very comfortable in my sexuality I'm comfortable with what I do I'm proud of myself I'm so proud of being a sexual a sexually positive person and to show people that it's okay to be a brown skinned woman that's sexually positive and I'm not trying to emulate or um, duplicate anybody else's work but I want everybody to know that it's okay to be yourself and to be openly sexual and who the fuck cares about anybody else else's opinion because if they're not putting food on your plate they're not putting a check in your hand they're not buying you nothing they're not not even if they're buying you anything if they're not doing anything to purposely um encourage your growth and your success and your self-awareness then why the fuck does it matter why does it matter if my mom and my family is 100% okay with what I do and how I choose to live my life why the fuck do I give a damn rat's ass about what some 40 year old man gotta say about me (laughs) like I don't give two shits because if we really want to talk about things and I want to like this push us all the way back towards talking about Lori Harvey this morning. I mean this morning, um, earlier today. Um we can talk up and down about how people view how she's carrying herself as far as going from men to men from man to man to man. That's your opinion. If you don't like that, then that's fine. But when you got people like Boozy talking about I would fuck but I would never marry but this is the same man that was hiring a prostitute to have sex with his child come on like how can we value anything that man says and validate him and give him a platform to talk shit to talk shit about like why are we even giving him any recognition about what his opinion is why is he so worried about her fucking vagina like she would never <laughs> and she never did like for him to even volunteer himself and go but I would fuck why why would you just to say you did like I've never seen men no that's a lie I've seen men be groupies but it's just more the fact that like I've never seen somebody so bothered about what somebody else is doing they have to make unnecessary comments about it and that's also a lie I've seen that too because I've happened in my own 
Like I've, I've seen that happen in my own life, but I've never seen it happen on a grand scale where we got nothing but social media websites talking about this fucking man giving a comment about a girl in her 20s living her life. <laughs> Is there a ring on her finger? No. Not her being who she wants to be. She wants to be promiscuous. That's her choice. Is her parents worried? No. Worry about your damn kid. Worry about that damn insulin that you never fucking concerned about that you got to ask people on social media if they got any. How about you worry about that? All that fucking money and you can't keep up with your fucking health, but you want to worry about some girl's vagina? Get your shit out the fucking way, all right? Worry about yourself, boo. Because that shit's tacky as fuck. Like, weird as hell. Weird as hell. And that goes to any other grown-ass man that got a comment about how that girl's running her life. And not just about her, just anybody in general. If you don't got a pot to piss in, (laughs) if you don't got your shit together, if you were doing dirt on your own and you worried about how many niggas I fucking suck, you can go fuck yourself. And that's that. Why? Why are you so worried about my vagina? Are you upset because you weren't an option? Is that what it is? Because I would never. And I know she would never. Like, that's just so fucking weird to me. So fucking weird to me. Like, and having the conversations about it and having grown-ass men talk about it and her parents are not even concerned. Why are y'all so damn concerned? She's living her best life. She's living off wealth. Off these niggas' wealth. Let her do her. She's running that shit the fuck up. As she should. As she should. All these years that men been over-sexualizing women, objectifying women, all these times and stuff like that, they've been using women just for pussy or using women as sexual objects in fucking videos and swiping credit cards in girls' ass cheeks and just using us as bitches and hoes, how they refer to us in their fucking social media and their music and stuff like that. Then we got one girl running it up on these niggas, running and making a fucking fool out of these niggas and these niggas got an issue? The audacity of them. audacity of them like how could you ever how could you ever feel like you got so much to say about something that got nothing to do with you I'll be damned if I let some nigga tell me who I can and can't fuck (laughs) be damned damned you hear me like don't understand it don't understand it and we went into a tangent today, and I apologize if maybe this last couple minutes or whatever made you feel some type of way, made you feel some hot or whatever. That's what I want. I want you to feel hot and fired up about it, because I want you to give me something to talk about. Argue with me about that. I'm ready for it. <laughs> Have a conversation with me about that girl, and I promise you, you're not going to win. That's a fight you won't win. Because at the end of the day, it don't matter what she's doing with anybody. It's not your business. If her success, if her relationship is gonna be successful with Michael B. Jordan, that's nice. If it's not, that's nice too. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> None of these these niggas for anybody, and that's that. Just like y'all been feeling about bitches and hoes for y'all whole entire fucking career, how men choose to act like towards women, and now how y'all want to flip the script and act like all these men are so wholesome and da 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 da. No, get that bullshit up out of here up out of here like up out of here with that nonsense okay this whole wholesome nigga 
type vibe that y'all got going on and treat these women like, no, come on, because that was never the thing. That's a trend right now, and I'm all for treating women like she should be treated and calling women queens, but when you're talking about queens and calling these women and treating them like queens and these black beautiful women that said a third, but then in the same fucking breath, you want to call them bitches and hoes and suck my dick and this, this, and this, that's crazy to me. It's weird. It's very weird. This real suspicious. Something's not right. Somebody's lying. You can't tell me that I'm a queen to you, but then call me a bitch in the same sentence. That don't make sense. It just don't. <laughs> so if y'all can answer that shit for me, do that. Because none of that shit make fucking sense. <sighs> silence. And it's only silence because I'm in here not because not because you guys aren't saying anything because i'm sure you guys are having a shitload to say about it right now which is great because i want you guys to give me something back um but yeah just like that shit just got me high like i wish i could see me right now like i'm breaking out into a sweat right now um even though it's fucking snowing outside and it's cold as hell in my house but like i'm just that shit just got me so hot because i can just imagine how like ugh, if she actually was a person to actually give a fuck <laughs> Her self-esteem would be shot. But I love you, girl. Shout out to you. Showing these girls to never settle, never quit. You was raised right because your mama's an OG, too. We heard about your mama. We know how she get down, and we know you was raised to do the same. And we not mad at it at all. Run these niggas up. Run them for everything they motherfucking got. And that's that. Treat these young queens how they're supposed to be treated, and you won't have this problem. And that's that. And I said what I had to say. So anyways... Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, you know, I love love having these inspirational conversations with you guys. Sometimes I like to get a little riled up and say unnecessary things. And it's okay because you can always come back at me and we can have a very civil conversation about it. And if I say something outlandish, that's fine. You can always be on my show and we can argue about it then. <laughs> I love to talk. I love to be a, a venomous bitch because we all know that toxic, toxicity, talk, blah, 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 blah. That is not a thing anymore for me. Um, so we're all going to strive to be as venomous as we can because um, venomous vibes are the thing right now. Um, I want you guys to manifest positivity. Um, go on with your bad selves. Be safe in these COVID times because, you know, COVID don't care about no damn person. They don't care if you black, brown, white, or Spanish. Um, so be safe. Wear the fucking mask. Stay six feet apart. Um, I miss my hookah days and smoking weed and being a hoe outside. And, I, you know, I miss my whole summer being outside. So hopefully all this is over. Um, we can go back outside. Um, I know that I was supposed to have that sex toy party. That shit fell in the cracks simply because of COVID. Um, I don't know how we're going to do it this time. I want to do maybe we could do something virtually or something. I don't know. I'm going to have to speak to um, Pure Love Romance or Pure Romance. I'm sorry. Pure Romance, um, Romance Sex Company in regards to possibly coming up with something because I so desperately, so desperately wanted to do a sex toy party. And I, but I wanted to do it um, safely. I don't want anyone to get sick. Um, I'm scared to be sick. I'm scared to take the COVID test. I'm not going to lie. Um, so I don't want to put anybody up or subject anybody to do that themselves. Um, because I know what that feels like. Um, I hope everybody that is outside traveling, be safe. If you're going to be a hoe in Miami, be safe. If you're going in Atlanta or you live in Atlanta, um, you're going to be 
outside or whatever. People are still dying every day, not from COVID. So please be safe. Have all the wholeness parties for me because I'm lacking in hoe-tivities. Um, I wish that I was outside being a hoe. I do miss it severely. Um, so please bring me stories to talk about. Um, you know, if you guys want to be a guest on the show, you guys know where to hit me up at. I'm officially back. Okay, I'm officially back. Like I know I've been saying this a lot and I like I had a whole episode dedicated to like being back and then I had like a mental breakdown, so it's okay. Um but a bitch is back. I'm here, I'm present, I'm here to stay. Um so you guys can always reach out to me on my social media platforms at Shade With Your Tea. The E is a three on Instagram, as well as Shade With Your Tea, the E is a three at gmail.com. If you want to be a guest, there is a um guest form in uh, the link tree in the bio for the um, Instagram. If you want my personal, it is Reek and Mary Jane. It has not changed. I've had that shit for like years now. So it's never gonna change. It's like embedded in me. I might as well get it tatted. Um, you guys can always reach out to me. My um, Twitter handle is severe, sincerely, sorry, sincerely, Zoe J. Um, I sound out of breath because I haven't talked this long in a very long time. I'm pretty short-winded now maybe it's the asthma kicking in um or maybe it's the weed we'll never know um (laughs) but god does it feel so good to be back um i missed it i missed being here um i missed recording i missed talking to myself for almost an hour and you know in my mind thinking please don't laugh at your own joke because you're not funny bitch but it's okay like we're here um and uh I love you and remember you know every hoe needs a zoe hashtag that shit every time you listen to me uh always tag me if you got any ideas that you want me to talk about questions comments concerns or stories you always could send me a message a dm or whatever if you want to be a guest like I said you can fill out that form you want your story um to be anonymously uh posted or talked about within the show we can do that we're gonna have a segment every week in regards to it not every week every other day um every other wednesday in regards to an anonymous story being suggested or being talked about and discussed um so please feel free to share your stories i'm sure everyone has some crazy kinky um covid stories that's been going down you guys been locked up in house a very long time with your significant others so i'm sure you guys got some stories to tell me because i'm sure i got to tell you so thank you for listening i missed you guys i love you forever and always every home needs a zoe see you later shitty bunch Mwah.